0: All right. Welcome to the Running After Age 40 podcast. I actually have a follow-up episode I'm doing with our guest from last time, Sarah Kennedy, just because there were a couple of things that I forgot to ask her. Uh, and I know she can really add value. So we're going to be talking uh, about the running community. And then we're also going to be talking about treadmill desks because I don't have one, but Sarah does. And so I wanted to pick her brain about how she got, you know, how she like searched through them, how much they generally cost, you know, with how, if she likes it, that kind of thing. So welcome back, Sarah. Thank you for coming back on a Monday morning. My pleasure. So let's just talk. Both of us are like, we have desk jobs. So we're not like the kind of healthcare professionals that are out walking through the hospital. Uh, So sometimes it's hard to get our steps in. So I know that one day you said, you're like talking to me and you said, well, I was on my treadmill desk. And I'm like, okay, I've heard of the the biking ones uh, and I don't have one of those either. But I'm just curious, like the thought process on how you decided to get one and then how you figured out which one. And then if you even looked at like the biking ones versus the treadmill ones, it's just all things related, I guess, to treadmill desks.
1: Yeah. So essentially the the main trigger for my deciding to get a treadmill desk was, uh, as I've mentioned before, I hurt my hamstring. And actually one of the most painful things for me last summer was sitting. Mm-hmm. So to, to have to sit all day, it just, it, it exacerbated everything. So I know that there are standing desks, et cetera. And it just seemed like, well, it, it seemed like an easy way just to, um, Add a little extra movement, yeah. And in full disclosure, yep. I mean, I probably use it as just a standing desk eighty percent of the time, and I only walk okay. um, a, a portion of the time. But yep. I actually, I, I think that there are certain things that I do where I'm really trying to focus, um, where I think I focus better with just that little bit of movement. Um, I don't really count it; it's not like real exercise, but it yeah. definitely it's less sedentary. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, totally. So where did you... I know you got yours off Craigslist, right? Or like on the Facebook place? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Tell me about that.
1: Essentially, yeah. My rationale there was from a timing perspective, you know, this was last summer. I think everybody thought that they were leaving their homes and going back to their offices. So I just assumed that some people had to be um, moving on from their home treadmill desk. So Mm -hmm. I just, I hopped on Craigslist. I found a few... Um, and the one I found, it, it's, it has a lot of good reviews, like Consumer Reports type reviews. Um, it's a lifespan. It's definitely it's not a running treadmill, so yeah. it only goes yeah. at low speeds, which in some ways it's nice because it makes it less of a toy for my kids. They don't try to <laughs> throw themselves <laughs> off of it.
0: Yep. Um, but
1: it definitely what it's meant to do is just go low speed all day. And it has it's the the desk part is built into it. So it's, um, it's, it's kind of, it looks like a standing desk with just the, the difference being that it has
0: the controls on it for the, um,
1: actual treadmill speed and such.
0: So it's all in one, like it's, when you bought it, it was like, it wasn't like someone had a standing desk and then they bought like a slow moving treadmill, right? Cause you could do that too. Like a makeshift one. Exactly. And I
1: think some of them, I think that they have just remotes that you can use to help retrofit that. Mm-hmm. This is basically the desk part. And I like that it's actually, it's a big desk area. So I have room for my computer and books and the notebook. Um, there's room for that all on the desk. And, mm-hmm. um, so it, it's, it's like a large standing desk with the treadmill controls integrated.
0: That's super cool. Is it, is it loud? Like, do you feel like it's like, do you have to use your AirPods or headphones because of the loud? Is it no, it's very quiet. very quiet. Okay. It
1: does beep at you. Um, like if I step off, sometimes I'll step off to grab something and then it, it beeps at me <laughs> if I leave it running, which yeah. I think is just a safety feature, but otherwise the, the machine itself is very quiet. Um, I've debated trying to use it and um, I have walked with it on some teleconferences where I'm largely muted um,
0: yeah.
1: and nobody's ever called it out. So I think that it's quiet enough.
0: Yeah. I've never noticed. So that's, that's neat. So do you ever sit like at the desk, like, or, you know, when you said 80% of the time you use the standing desk and you're not like walk walking, that makes sense to me, but do you still sit some? I will sit some. Um, but I just, I think
1: I kind of got out of the habit of sitting at my other desk. So yeah, I'll do that maybe a day, a week or something. I'll, I'll move my laptop and sit down. I got out of the habit of sitting just, I think, um, it was so uncomfortable for long enough that I
0: developed new habits. Yeah. That's cool. So do you think it helped? Like, did it help with the hamstring? I do. I definitely, I I think it's, uh, and
1: it just, I think it's nice to not sit all day. I think just that part of you feels better.
0: Yeah. I, I think I would too. I'm going to have to look at these and you said it's a lifespan, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then did you look at the, like the ones that you cycle or did you not even evaluate those?
1: I didn't evaluate those. Cause I was really looking to not sit. Yeah. Uh, I have. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I have had um, an exercise bike in the past that I would sit and do some reading on, mm-hmm. but uh, and, and, and you probably, I mean, it's the same premise because you can kind of just spin your legs lightly and yeah. it's not really knowing it's not really exercise, but it's still movement. I think that there's some value there.
0: Yeah, definitely. We're in like the cold spell. So sometimes I just like run up and down the stairs a couple of times, like an idiot, just to kind of yeah. get, you know, like from that sitting position and like get my brain going again. So I can see where, like, when you said that your focus is better, if you're moving, it probably would help me too. And a lot of people. So that's cool. Yeah. Any-
1: yeah and that's something I would say for both, like when I first got a Fitbit and my, I have an Apple watch now and it, it, it does, it, it pings you, if you haven't moved. Mm -hmm. Um, and I would go and I'll just go walk up and down the stairs a couple of times because, uh, and it, I mean, for me, I think it's, it, it, it makes your brain work better. I think so too.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to make a big transition. So we just like talked about treadmill desks and the other topic that, in the last interview that I felt like I didn't cover that I know that you have a strong, just a lot has happened in the last year or so. It's just your running community, your relationship with the runners in your community. I know that you briefly mentioned the last time like that you started joint, you know, running with the running group again. And, and I guess the question's twofold. Number one, like how did that change you emotionally, like connecting with runners like that. And then just talk a little bit about what's the impact on your community in the last, um, year, what has happened?
1: Yeah. So I think, um, when I joined this running group last year, I was kind of joking with my husband because I I think there definitely is a runner type, um, they tend to be, I think it's a lot of probably you'd say pretty driven people. I mean, Mm -hmm. especially the group I'm running with, we meet at six 30 in the morning. So there's definitely a personality type that goes along with that. And I I think it's very easy to settle in with a new group of people. I feel very lucky that this group was very welcoming from the very first time I showed up. Um, There's a lot of, there's, it's a full range of runners. So, um, you whatever, if you're feeling fast, if you're feeling slow, there's probably someone you can kind of settle into pace with. And mm-hmm. I think that that's really nice. Um, and it's just the, that like-minded, there's there's the social aspect of it, and there's definitely the community aspect of it. And I, I think, um, as you alluded to, uh, so where I live, there was, um, it's actually one of the most damaging wildfires, I think. It's definitely in Colorado history, and I think some in um, U- us history uh, there are about a thousand homes that burned down it was a grass fire that happened to happen on a day where there were hurricane force winds uh-huh. um, and it's it's really been devastating for the community just a, a whole um, whole su- a whole subdivision in my town is gone um, whole streets are just uh, they're, they're burned like to the point where they can't even salvage the foundation. I think that there's, I think they said 786 displaced school kids. So, um, the community impact it's, it's just been, it's heartbreaking and devastating. Um, we feel very fortunate. Our home is fine. Um, it's definitely, so it makes you count your blessings. Um, makes you update your homeowner's insurance. Um, but I I think, again, it's, it's one more way where you can be a part of your community. And I I think to see, um, like the first run where everybody kind of could come back together after, after the fire, you know, it's just, it's, it's really nice to be able to have those connections again, see that everybody's okay. Um, even the, the people who lost everything. Um, I think for them to have that little bit of normalcy, I think is, is really important. And again, it, it's the reason s- to support, for example, your local running store. So the, the running store here, they were shut down themselves. They aren't able to like, cause the everything that was in the store is so smoke damaged. They, um, so they're clearly taking a, a hit from a business perspective, but they've done an amazing job talking to so all of their suppliers they've gotten new shoes and new they've really done a good job of outfitting the community and made a point of just saying you know even if you're not a runner, they've had a donation center so people can restock their equipment um, and it, it is such an important piece to restore that normalcy um, I think for the actual running part we've lost I, I mean one of the main places we ran, uh, on a near weekly basis, we uh, it, it's closed because they are still doing mitigation and just everything around it burned. So it'll take a long time to have some of those things return to normal. But um, to have that community aspect and to see how the community can come together and support each other—that is is really, I think, a special thing.
0: I I think so too. I think you hit on. I mean, just like how you talked about the the going back to running and just how it, that's like the normalcy and it gives you some kind of groundedness. It's like, I think you can probably relate like anytime something goes wrong, like there's nothing better to do than go for a run. <laughs> and then being able to like match up with the people that went through the same thing and all connect in that way. Like you said, make sure that everybody's all right, but then also just have that connection. It's a, that's really cool.
1: It reinforces the importance of having that
0: community. It really does. Yeah, yeah. And I think as we get older, we appreciate that more and more. At least I do. I think, you know, when we were younger, maybe we took it for granted that we even had each other to run with at meetings, you know, it just kind of is like one of those things. And now looking back, I'm like, this is so cool that we were able to have that bond and um, connect. So
1: I absolutely agree. It's just they're they're special friendships, I think, that we forged through running.
0: Yeah, I do too. Well, we talked about treadmill desks and then we talked about the running community. Is there anything else that you want to add? I mean, your last interview is chock full of advice and just wisdom for the running community, especially people over age 40 and those that like to mountain bike and ski and do all the things. Uh, But any last uh, words, I guess.
1: Uh, No, I think that we've covered it. And thank you so much for the opportunity to share. And thank you so much for creating the podcast community. I, I, I know I get a lot
0: of value out of it. Thank you, Sarah.